1: With the first pick in the NFL draft, Ball Saxonville has decided to pick Manscaped to stock up their D. Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have sponsored us to make sure you don't get booed out of the bedroom like Roger Goodell. Support us and head over to Manscaped.com to use the exclusive code BOUNDS at checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BOUNDS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code BOUNDS. It's time to find your diamond in the rough with Manscaped. All right. We're going to stay on some of the players, but I want to, I want to go to Lane Kiffin real quick. Uh, we talked within the first 24 hours when Lane was hired at Ole Miss. You loved mm-hmm. it for the jump. He's had a lot of success since going to Oxford. We talked about, you know, he's grown up, you know, but he's he's just brilliant on offense. He just kind of maybe needed the maturity piece and so on. He got Mm -hmm. that the last eight or nine years, whatever. Do you think now, today's Lane Kiffin, do you think today's Lane Kiffin would work in the NFL, Tom? Oh, um, actually, yes. I
0: I absolutely do believe that. But there's so many different components to to that element. So, for example, um, obviously the game of football is a quarterback-driven game. But in the National Football League, it's really a quarterback-driven game. I mean, I I always pose this question to everybody. If Drew Brees passes the physical, the Miami Dolphins, is Nick Saban ever at Alabama? That's a great question. And my answer is no. And to be honest with you, I've had that conversation with Coach Dave and he chuckles and goes, hell no. (laughs) I mean, he he said so. I mean, so you just – you think about how important that position is and then you ramp it up times 10 when you get in the National Football League. The other side to it is unlike the collegiate side where the coaches are heavily involved in not only player identification and player evaluation – But the actual recruitment and the decision making of the player you are taking, that's not always the case at the National Football League level, depending on how you're structured. You may have a general manager player personnel side that handles all of that, and the coaches just coach the guys they take. Or you may have uh, a Bill Belichick, a Bill Parcells type scenario where the head coach, no matter what, is going to have the final decision on draft selection and free agent signings and all that stuff. So th- to answer that question, it's hard to know how accurate you could be answering it without knowing which one of those scenarios you were to step into. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. Because that that is a, that is a big, big – like I used to always – when we were as a staff, when we were in NFL Europe and then in the XFL and to some degree even in the Arena Football League when I was bouncing around a little bit, is those what we call free agent draft leagues which means that you're building your entire roster through a draft of available players that may have been on nfl rosters for two years practice squad maybe five years or what have you they're out there there's a ton of them they're really good players with good football left and we used to always discuss as a as a, as a staff because in those leagues the co- it's like college the coaches do handle the personnel and they do handle the draft and they do make those decisions and we used to always talk to the staff listen We'll beat our opponents if we do a fantastic job in player evaluation and make the right choices in building our roster. Now, barring injury or unforeseen circumstances, if you get a quarterback and you draft well, you're going to win in those types of leagues. Right. So, again, it's all about player evaluation and the choices you make, but who all is involved? How many hands in the cookie jar do you have? And I think that's a valid question.
1: Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. There's outliers to everything that we discuss with you or anybody else. And we, I just asked you about accuracy. I love the mm-hmm. answer. Where do you go with Josh Allen? With the Buffalo Bills, um, it, it looked like he was struggled at the collegiate level. Struggled yeah. his first couple years at Buffalo. Is he just an outlier? Is it Brian Dayball? Where do you go with the with the Josh Allen, Luke?s
0: So you're so right. I mean, I, I was I was you know hit or miss with him coming out. He was hurt a lot. He wasn't always overly accurate. He turned the ball over a lot and he was one of those guys that you always guard against, right? Don't get enamored with the physical attributes and let them cloud some other areas that really need to be
1: scrutinized,
0: right? So whatever it was that the job the Buffalo Bills did, they hit on this one. I mean, bottom line, that's the reality. They hit on this one and good and good for them. It's just it's such a hard position to to project. You're trying to you're trying to uncover every single red flag that you can. You're trying to figure out, you know, what, what is going to make the difference between this being a guy and him fading away and, and not being a guy? I think the answer to that question in many regards is two things, work ethic and do you love the game? Because if you love the game, you'll have the work ethic to work at it as a professional, not as a guy who just plays the sport of football, but as a guy that's the first person in the building and the last person out. You know, And I think, to be honest with you, I think Josh Allen has those attributes. I think he is a tireless, worker. We know the physical attributes. And you know what? For the most part, Bo, he's been able to stay healthy. Sure, I, yeah. th- I think that's a big part of it, too, is when you're not missing time and you're not losing reps and you're not getting valuable game experience because you're injured, a, you know, that's a big deal.
1: Tom Bill on the Corona Premier guest line. Uh, and some franchises would not even have given him the time that Buffalo gave him. And would have, you know, the NFL, as you know, is fickle. And, I mean, it's right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Microwave league. Uh, you know, some some franchises would have moved off of him, Tom. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, listen, I think that whatever their long-term vision was, whatever the other decisions that they were planning on making, whether it be in free agency, whether it be through the draft, they must have been very, very convinced that they were close to putting – the pieces around him that we're going to help him the most, right? Because it's it, it's about the quarterback, but then it's also about who you put around the quarterback. I mean, I, I was in an event uh, last month with with Kurt Warner, and we were talking about our NFL Europe days, and we were talking about the the Rams and this and that. Well, not his performance. His performance as a St. Louis Ram, notwithstanding. Let's just assume for a second that when that whole situation with him happened. And Trent Green happened. What if the running back's not Marshall Falk? What if the wideouts are not Isaac uh, uh, Bruce, Bruce Tory Holt, and Oz Hakeem? Like, think about those. Like, what if Orlando Pace isn't the left tackle? Like, those are all unbelievably valid questions as to whether or not the St. Louis Rams under Dick Vermeil and Mike Martz on the offensive leadership side. What if those what if that wasn't the personnel they had? Would the story still be the same? I I don't know. I mean I, I wouldn't feel overly confident that they would go to back to back Super Bowls, maybe. No. I don't know. But again, it goes back to the the Jimmies and the Joes, not the X's and the O's. All
1: right. We, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 nine. the zone. We're visiting with Tom Luganville, National College football analyst with ESPN and he joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. I, I want to go to Baker Mayfield. There's all this back and forth. Um, yeah. He's a great story in college. A walk on, bounces around, ends up at Oklahoma. But Oklahoma has been dominating with whoever's been the signal caller. Because Stoops was so good and Lincoln didn't miss a beat. And that that conference has been going the wrong way in recruiting. And their bell cow. Their their flagship program hasn't gotten it together in ten or twelve years in Texas. So, kind of mix all that up, and you got to factor all that in. How do you see? So he looks like a kind of a one-two, a, a starter yeah. one-two type guy. How do you see Baker Mayfield now? As he's he may end up with the Carolina Panthers.
0: Yeah, if we're looking at him as just a player, like I think he's got some stuff, man. I I, I like I like the moxie. I like the riverboat gambler mentality. Um I, I think we are, we're a little too quick to discount the fact that, remember, this was, a, this was a franchise that had blew it time and time and time and time and time again. And now all of a sudden they took a guy and they did improve. They improved through free agency. They improved through the draft. But they were better at quarterback because of him. Now, there's a variety, and I haven't followed, you know, ultra closely, but clearly there's some personality quirks, some maybe some problems with either his interpersonal skills with teammates, coaches, uh, general managers, and maybe it's not all him. Maybe it's a, you know, a, a recipe of negativity. And when you're the quarterback, you take on the brunt of that responsibility. Uh, but listen, what if he's a guy that just needs a fresh start somewhere else, you right. know, because he did, he has shown some, some promise, the real promise at times. And so I, I, I think it's way too early to give up on him. But I don't know if you saw the comments from Robbie Anderson for the Carolina Panthers, a wide receiver, and his you know, what he put on Twitter. Twitter when there was some speculation that he might get traded. And you know, if if that's the the response that other players and other teams have when they hear about Baker Mayfield possibly coming to the team, that's not good. You know, there's why is that? You gotta really start asking
1: some questions. What do you say as to
0: he said something like it was. There was it was either one of the NFL insiders from one of the networks or somebody had just said you know likely landing spot for for you know Baker Mayfield is, is the Carolina Panthers. And Robbie Anderson tweets back, no, like end with like five O's. Ah, uh, I like, got dude, you. I mean that's not good. And you got to figure out why that is if, if you're Matt Rule and you're the management of the Carolina Panthers. But um, I don't know. There's still something like like I would be really curious. And and I'm when I say this, like who would Cliff Kingsbury rather have right now? Tyler Murray or Baker Mayfield? I Ooh. think that's a really intriguing question.
1: Ooh. Blake just said that's a great question. Okay.
0: Right? I mean, think about that. Like and it's and it's real, and you're sitting there going, mm, golly, I just I, I think that's a just a fascinating question.
1: Hmm. Would you rather have Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield? Okay.